Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And in today's Word for the Day, we continue our journey looking this week, looking at the doctrine of sin. And today we're going to talk about Pelagianism. You're excited about that, aren't you? You've been waiting all week for this episode to come out because there's nothing better for you to think about than Pelagianism. No, no, no. Not plagiarism, Pelagianism. So what in the heck am I talking about? Well, there's an ancient heresy in the church called Pelagianism. Let me, I won't give you the highfalutin technical definition. Let me just give you a sort of a practical concrete definition. It's the idea that it's true that human beings are sinners, but we sin simply in imitation of the first humans, simply in imitation of Adam and Eve. And we're born morally blank slates. We're complete free agents. And we simply, with our lives, choose our path. And for whatever reason, because of the way the world works, we all choose on our own to make a wrong choice, to imitate others and our first parents, Adam and Eve. Therefore, we become sinners. Since that's how sin happens, then how do we fix it? Well, that's all on us now. We create the problem with our bad behavior, so we need to modify our behavior and fix it through our own practices and willpower. And so it's the heresy that we sin simply in imitation of the first humans and that we repair our sin by our own willpower. And it's on us to repair it. And God sits back and just tells us to do that. Now, that's a heresy, and it contradicts the doctrine of grace, which is inextricably attached to the doctrine of sin, especially original sin. Let me explain. Um, I think this doctrine shows up even today, not in a formal way. I don't know any church that formally affirms that doctrine. But all of us as Christians can tend to fall into this trap. Why do we do that? Well, we're raised by parents. Some of us are parents. We tend to parent out of that. You know, it's up to you, young person, to straighten up and fly right, and you do the right thing. Now, that's not a lie. It's just that it is framed as though it's all on us. And so that's sort of what we take in. So there's just that tendency. So we project that back on God, number one. Number two, we live in, I'm going to call the United States a Pelagian culture, man. And, and we, being Americans, of course, we always put a smile on it. You know, we are achievement oriented. We get things done. We're the can-do culture. We are entrepreneurs. We make things happen. When there's a problem in the world, we organize TED Talks and we come up with ideas and we will fix our problems. We have the ability to do it. And that is our greatness. Look, we went to the moon. We're amazing. We're Pelagians. It's in everything. The problem is the scriptures teach and the Christian tradition affir affirms that we can't fix ourselves. We talked about that two episodes ago. We can't fix ourselves. You know, and we talked about kind of kind of two analogies. It's like we have a disease called sin and it's invaded us. And we need some sort of intervention from the outside to bring healing to it. Or we're like addicts, like maybe a child who's born addicted. 
And that's a real problem. And it creates real problems and real bad behavior. And you want to get that fixed. The problem is you can't really ultimately fix the behavior without fixing the addiction. And the person who's addicted like that is helpless. They need someone from the outside to intervene. That's what sin is like. And so Pelagianism, the idea that I fix myself, is not just a wrong doctrine. So you put it on the, the, the wrong doctrine column so you make sure you get your doctrines right. It's actually a cruel, cruel, cruel teaching because it won't work. It doesn't work. It won't fix you. Now, some of us listening probably have a bent, some of us more than others, toward that. And, and it just feels so right. But here's what happens when you begin to live your Christian life out of that. Eventually, you're going to get extremely frustrated. And you're going to get frustrated on a couple of fronts. One is you'll probably just find yourself bumping up against areas of your life that just will not change. And you sort of get on your own case and go, why, why am I not changing? I must not be a good enough Christian. Must not be doing enough stuff. I better get back to work. And it, it just, it'll, it'll never end. It's like being on a treadmill. Um, it can create the problem of judging. Because here I am trying to do all this stuff. Then look at these other people and their lives are still frustrated and broken. And it's like, well, how come they get to be part of the church? How come God loves them? I'm better than them. I should be loved more. That can happen. And then we end up, our relationship to God isn't one of fundamental gratitude for what he's done and doing for us, but it's a relationship of expectation. God, I was faithful and did my part. How come you're not coming through? It just has tentacles that reach out in all sorts of ugly ways. And so it is a contradiction to the idea of grace, but also it's a contradiction to the doctrine of sin. And actually, it's more freeing and more liberating to embrace the biblical doctrine of original sin and actual sin. And yes, we do commit sin, and yes, we're responsible, but we're responsible to bring ourselves to God so he can heal us by grace. Once we know that, then we know there's actually hope, and there's real transformation. There's substantial transformation in this life. The Bible actually does not promise perfect transformation in this life. Even if you're a Wesleyan and believe in entire sanctification, it does not mean absolute perfection. It just means total faithfulness to God. So you Wesleyans, don't argue with me on this. There's substantial transformation in this life. And then on the other side of the resurrection, there's perfect transformation. And it's by grace. And it's a gift. It's a gift we cooperate with. It's a gift we receive, right? We can say no to it, just like someone who's trapped in addiction can say, no, I don't want your help. We can stand in that, say no to God. But we don't get out of it without letting God take a hold of us. God love us. God forgive us. And God heal us. So don't fall into the trap of Pelagianism. Don't fall into Christian self-helpism. Don't fall into the feeling that you can fix yourself and that God expects that. Remember you're a sinner and flee to the grace of God. God bless and have a great day.